morning. Uh, welcome to Hebrew Baptist Church. I'm Pastor Sean, and we're glad that you're here this morning. I'm so grateful that the blood of Jesus has allowed for us to come to be a family to worship Jesus today. You have a lot of things going on in your life and a lot of things that you've done this week, but today you've come because of Christ to worship the eternal creator God. And so we come as privileged to come and give him glory this morning. As we begin every service, we want to reflect the words of God back to him. So if you would, let's read this scripture out loud together. But thanks be to God who always leads us in Christ's triumphal procession and through us spreads the aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. For to God we are the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To some we are an aroma of death leading to death, but to others an aroma of life leading to life, who is adequate for these things. For we do not market the word of God for profit like so many. On the contrary, we speak with sincerity in Christ as from God and before God. What a wonderful thing that we can come and worship him. Would you stand as we continue in singing and worshiping the Lord?
worship the lamb slain before the foundation of the earth and we will worship him forever because of his eternal greatness. So let's continue to bless his name together. Sing this together. I'll bless your name. I'll bless your name, O God, each day that I await. From dawn to setting sun, your praise I'll proclaim. Your glory far exceeds all human
again, welcome to Hebrew Baptist Church. Again, I'm Pastor Sean, and our, our purpose here at Hebrew Baptist Church is to invite you, because you're here today, to take your next step in Christ. Now, maybe you're here and you haven't trusted in the Lord Jesus. Today, we pray that you would invite him to become the Lord and Savior of your life. Or maybe you've been a Christian for a while and you need someone to come alongside you and help you read your Bible or to pray or to just be faithful in some capacity in your life. We'd love to connect you with people to help you do that. Or maybe it's to go on mission somewhere across the world. Well, we have mission teams going across the world this year, and maybe you need to be part of one of those. Whatever that is, we want to help equip you and invite you to be part of what God is doing in your life. And so we're glad that you're here this morning. We're here to focus on Him, but together as Christ Church, encourage one another. If you're new here this morning or a guest, we're glad that you're here uh, we hope that you've been welcomed a couple of times this morning already, but I want to extend that welcome again. One thing we'd like to do is connect with you this morning, uh, and to connect with you, one way to do that is to do a connect card. There in the pew in front of you, there's a QR code. You can do one electronically, or if you just like to do it the old-fashioned way, there is a paper copy available at our Next Steps desk through the double doors to your left. Now, we want to connect with you, see how we can serve you better, see how we might pray for you, encourage you, or connect you to a next step of a life group where you meet throughout the week with someone about the, with the Bible or one-on-one uh, -on -one with someone or two-on-one, two -on I guess, uh, in our D groups. Uh, there's several ways that you can connect here at Hebron Baptist Church, and we want to do that with you. Uh, fill that out. Take it to the Next Steps desk, which is, again, through the double doors to the left. And if this is your first time with us today, uh, we want to uh, give you a gift. So please make sure you stop by the Next Steps desk this morning uh, and get that gift on your way out. It's a good gift. I've seen it, and I want it, but I'm not a guest here, so I don't get it. So if you're a guest, you get it. Make sure you do it before you leave today. Now, as part of our uh, uh, worship and gathering, we are called to be a house of prayer. And every Sunday, because we are God's people, we pray. So would you join me as we pray uh, for ourselves, for the world, for missionaries, and we ask God to bless our time together today. So join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, I join with the saints and all creatures in heaven who give you praise. We come together in this place knowing that you now and will be through all of eternity. I anticipate the day that Jesus will reign sovereignly on this earth. I'm grateful that you have joined us and invited us into the celebration. We want our entire lives to be one of praise and gratitude. And we want to express this today in our service. That we are humbled that you have made a way for us to join you in eternal praise forever and ever and to enjoy you eternally in a relationship with you. Lord, there will never be a time that you cease to exist and your ways will always be true. And we are thankful that you are an eternal God that invites us into an eternal relationship with you. Heavenly Father, because of this, we seek to make membership meaningful, that we, our commitment to other people in the life of a church is important, and that our commitment is not based on our whims or desires or or. Uh, or what we think is right now instead is it a commitment to you and your people 
that we join in a church, we commit to a church, we love a church, love a people, and serve a people. So Lord, as we have come into this place, as Hebrew Baptist Church, we want to serve each other well and be committed and loving for a long term to care for you, care for each other, and make your ways known here in northern Kentucky. In doing so, we've com connected, Lord, with many other churches doing the same. We pray for Redeeming Life Church in Salt Lake City. We pray for Brian Catherman and his wife and his children and the staff there as they are seeking to make you and your son known there in a dark land there in Salt Lake City. So few Christians and so few glorifying the one true God, but Lord, they are at the, at the tip of the spear of the gospel being proclaimed. We're thankful for their ministry. We pray that you'd protect them from the enemy and that we pray for the gospel to be made known greatly there. We lift up our sister, Audrey Conrad, Lord, uh, who fell and who, who has had surgery this week and has now moved into a rehab facility. Lord, we ask you that you'd be with her, that you'd, you'd help her rehab and uh, go well, and that, Lord, she would be able to get back home. We're thankful for her care of her family and all the loved ones here at church that have kept up with her. We pray, Lord, that we can serve her even better when she gets home. But, Lord, we would pray for her and pray for a quick recovery. Heavenly Father, today uh, we'll be celebrated here and remembered here in many churches throughout the United States as Sanctity of Human Life Sunday. Lord, we are committed uh, to the value of life from conception to death because we know that your Son has created them and your Son has died for them. And because of this, we are committed to the good of all life. And Lord, we pray for those ministries just like uh, New Hope uh, that we are support and encourage we pray for them and their ministries and their counselors as they meet with those who are facing unplanned pregnancies. We pray for those who are working with seniors who are discouraged so that they, that they would see the value of their life. We, we pray to encourage to end racism of all uh, sorts because we know, God, all creatures are made in your image. So, Lord, we know that you value life because you've gifted it to us. May we be people who champion it here in our world and through our church. Lord, there are many times that I know that I personally have not uh, committed to membership in the way that I shouldn't, I should. And there are times that I've made excuses to not plug in, or there are times that I've not served as I should. But I know, Lord, you see membership as meaningful. So, Lord, I pray that you would, in my own heart as well as ours, even though that we admit that we failed, cover us in our failures with the blood of Jesus to know that we are forgiven, but empower us by your Spirit to serve, love, and be with each other. We're thankful for this time to worship you. May you uh, be free in our church as we worship and help us, us to worship you in spirit and in truth. And all God's people said... Let me read this scripture as we continue in to think of the gospel. The word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Get up, go to the great city of Nineveh and pe preach the message that I tell you. Jonah got up and went to Nineveh according to the Lord's command. 
Now, Nineveh was an extremely great city, a three-day walk. Jonah set out to the first day of his walk in the city and proclaimed, in 40 days, Nineveh will be demolished. Then the people of Nineveh believed God. They proclaimed a fast and dressed in sackcloth from the greatest of them to the least. Isn't it good that, that God gives us all an opportunity to repent and respond to him? And he welcomes us as a forgiving father. Let's stand at that beautiful gift. Sing of that gift. And verse 10 says, God saw their actions, that they had turned from their evil ways, so God relented from the disaster he had threatened them with, and he did not do it. And it's good to know that God relents from the disaster we deserve because of our sins, and we can be grateful for the love that God has shown for us.
church? Amen. Amen. Oh, it's such good news to know that he loves us and that he sent his son to die for us. Let's make this our prayer that Christ would be our vision.
turn into your devices or your copy of God's Word to Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26. If you'd like to use the Pew Bible that's in front of you, uh, it's just page 1. Go there and you'll find where we are. Uh, big number 1 and little number 26. So that's where we're going to read from today. We began last week as a series of God's design and we're going through the first couple of chapters of Genesis this year we'll be going through the whole book of Genesis and uh, we're going we're learning and last week we learned to focus on God well as God created he created something very special on day six he created image bearers those that would hold his image that's us and today we're going to look at these verses and learn how we are designed in the image of God so let's look beginning in verse 26 and we'll read uh, to the end of the chapter then God said let us make man in our image according to our likeness they will rule the fish of the sea the birds of the sky the livestock the whole earth the creatures that crawl on earth so God created man in his own image he created him in the image of God he created them male and female God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. Rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, and every creature that crawls on the earth. God also said, Look, I've given you every seed-bearing plant on the surface of the entire earth, and every tree whose fruit contains seed, for this will be food for you, for all the wildlife of the earth, for every bird of the sky, for every creature that crawls on the earth. Everything having the breath of life in it, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so. And God saw that he made, that he had made, and it was very good indeed. Evening came, and then morning, the sixth day. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your perfect word that is both powerful and effective. Lord, we have probably read these verses before we read them last week but lord when we come to these words today may they change us to see you differently to see our lives differently to be changed forever that we would never be the same again because of you and your perfect word working in us we ask this in jesus name amen guys i don't know about you let me speak for the guys for just a minute Guys, you you with me? Wake up. We uh, we all know that we have a special place in our homes for our nice collectibles. It's in a dark room in the basement in a cardboard box that only gets allowed to become out when our wives say it's okay, right? But our our wives have collectible things. They actually even have nice cabinets that are highlighted in the rooms of our houses some of them lit up with collectible things in them they are special things well my my mom had one of those and uh, it was for her special things one day when I uh, she came through the house she uh, said what in the world why is Kermit, a G.I. Joe, and Optimus Prime doing in my special cabinet here in the living room. So this is me when I was really young. 
So, well, Mom, that's where all the treasured things go. So I put all my treasured things in your box. I learned very quickly that it's not for everybody's treasured things. What we learn in Scripture is that we were created to be treasured by God. When we look at the story of creation, there is a pinnacle of what happens in creation. He gives light. He separates atmosphere from earth. He, he gives land and sea. He gives the weather. He gives uh, plants. He gives the, the birds and the fish. And he gives animals. And day six, he comes to the, what is called the crown jewel of creation. That he spends both several verses talking about it and then a whole other chapter saying how important this creation is. It is creating male and female. Creating humanity. God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Here, God speaks to creation that he is creating something that his prized possession and uniquely, this prized possession holds something of value to him. There's a theological term, a Latin term, that is used a lot called imago dei, which stands for the image of God. God stamped on humanity a piece of himself that sets us apart from animals, birds, fish, and the rest of creation. The imago dei Imago Dei embraces the issues of human dignity and life and value. It's as applicable to everything that we face in the world from uh, dignity and value of people, personal and social ethics, relations of sexes, solidarity of the human family, and racial justice. All of this is because God has stamped upon us the image of himself. We are the crown jewel of creation. Well, how do we know? Because I, I touched on it last week. As, we, as God looks and creates, he sees that things are good, that creation is good, what he's done is good. But the end of verse 6, he says it's very good because upon creation, the image bearers are there for him to have relationship with. So as we look at this passage, I want us to be overwhelmed that we are treasured by God, that we are created specially by Him, and that we can treasure the ways that we bear the image of God. So let's look at those this morning. Number one, if you're taking notes on the bulletin or in your devices, number one, humanity reflects the characteristics of God. Humanity reflects the characteristics of God. In these images, three times God says that we were created in his image. Let us make man in our image. In verse 27, so God created man in his own image. He created them in the image of God. Three times he is saying to us, the mountains don't bear my image, the fish don't bear my image, but mankind bears my image. These words are important, image and likeness. 
It describes to him and our relationship to him in a way that he puts value in us. The term image helps us to see that we are reflection of God. Now, there's a picture that I have at home of Sarah when she's around two or three. I knew that we were meant to be because in this picture she's holding a University of Virginia cup, which I'm a big fan of if you don't know. So I knew that it was meant to be from the very beginning. But what's amazing is, is if you look at a picture of Franklin at the same age, all you have to do is take the picture of Sarah and kind of cover her pigtails like this, and it almost looks exactly like Franklin at that age. Now, what we know is that there is an image, there is a likeness. Are they the same? No. Are there similarities? Yes. But we know that Franklin bears the image of Sarah. There is a reflection of her in his appearance. In the same way, there is a reflection of God in us. Now, are we the same? Absolutely not. God is the creator. He is far more infinite and greater than we could ever hope to be. But there is an imprint of him on us that he is spirit yet we can be spiritual, that we, that he is omniscient, knowing everything, yet we can gain knowledge. He is all-powerful, yet we can grow in power. He is creative as in creating the world, and we can create and create things. We can procreate. There is emotion like God. There are things that we reflect back to God. I love movie, shows like CSI and crime things, and of course what made them popular is DNA behind and fingerprints and in all of this friends we see we have the fingerprints of God in us every human being from conception on has the fingerprint of God in our soul every human no matter where we're from no matter our skin color no matter if we have disabilities or we're 100% healthy, we are all made in the image of God, and we are treasured by Him. And this answers something that's, that's deep in our hearts and minds often. Many of us struggle with our own value and self-worth. Some struggle with our, whether we're worthy of love because of there's something a little off with us. Maybe a, a girl who doesn't look like the cover of a self-magazine model that, that can go into depression because it doesn't seem to match up. All of us struggle in some way wondering and if we're worthy. But brother and sister, from our very creation, we are worthy because we have the image of God stamped on us. And we cannot fall into depression. We cannot fall into unworthiness because we are worthy because we are His. Be reminded of that. Remind yourself often because you know you are made in the precious image of God. In other words, here likeness is the same of representation that we represent through the, through the images 
there was often language throughout the Old Testament, especially of idols and King Nebuchadnezzar, of how he, his images represented himself to the world. In the same way, we are representatives reflecting God to the world. Friends, this is a high calling, an important calling, because it is in this that we communicate things about God. And because of this, we are the crown jewel of creation. The great Sinclair Ferguson theologian observed, God made everything else but man after its kind. That is, according to the purpose and destiny he envisioned for it. But he made man in his image. Man is patterned on God. He was made to represent God and created human form. Friends, this is vast, big, good truth. Because even the angels dare to be part of what God is doing in our life. Friends, no insult to our friends at PETA, but we are above the animals. Because yes, we are to protect them, respect them, and care for them. God imprinted in our soul a soul that reflects his image. Therefore, all of humanity is important. And you are important. If you've walked in here today because the world has beaten you up, or someone has beaten you up, or because we're in a sinful world and we think that we might be unworthy, don't leave here today. Know that you are worthy, created by the great God. Secondly, humanity's need for community reflects the triune nature of God. Humanity's need for community reflects the triune nature of God. When you read this, you might do a double take. Then God said, let us make man in our image. Wait a second. The one true God is us in plural. And what is happening here? Is this a typo? Did Moses maybe miscalculate when he was writing here? No. Again, as we spoke last week, that, that from the beginning, God is one, yet God is three persons. Here at the very beginning of creation, we see the presence of the Father, the Spirit, and the Son. We talked briefly of the Father's will, of, of the Spirit hovering over the waters, that the Word Jesus spoke into creation, that here, even now, the triune nature of God is reflected in us. So God created man in his own image. This understanding that the Father loved the Son as he was pleased, the Holy Spirit was enabled Jesus for ministry, that both the Spirit and the Son worships God, the glory of God. We see this wonderful unity within the triune nature of God. There is a perfect unity where there is no need for anything else. God is one, but three persons in perfect in being. And that is reflected in us in a way that we need others. God created male and female in us together. We'll look, talk more about that in a few weeks when we look at how God has created the family and marriage. But when we see the complete oneness of fellowship of one another. In the 18th century, there was a boy who lived in the woods for many years. He was found. 
He survived somehow on nuts and berries and scavenging like animals. But when they found him, he couldn't communicate. It shows that the importance that human, human interaction is to growth. And in the same way, we cannot grow without each other. And so we understand the image of God that is in us. We are created from the beginning to love others. The Bible talks about this. 1 John 4, 20, if anyone says, I love God and yet hates his brother or sister, he is a liar. For the person who does not love his brother or sister whom he has, he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. Friends, we are imprinted in God the, the reason, the ability to love others. It is the way that God created us, both as humans, when he established the family, then he established a people, then he established a nation, and then he established the church. All of us showing that we need each other. From the very beginning, we are called and created with the imprint of God to need and serve others which helps us to think, how do I reflect the image of God when I love people around me? When I serve people in my church? Am I connected to a church? Am I connected in a way that helps me grow? And more importantly, others to grow. Friends, we reflect this wonderful nature of the triune God because he has imprinted us with his image. Third, humanity serves as God's representatives to the rule of the earth. Verse 28 through 31, God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, and every creature that crawls on the earth. God also said, Look, I've given you every seed-bearing plant on the surface of the entire earth, and every tree whose fruit contains seed. This is food for you. For all the wildlife of the earth, for every bird of the sky, for every creature that crawls on the earth, everything having breath of life, I have given every green plant for food, and it was so. Not only do we have this reflection of God, not only do we have the image of God to love others, but we serve as God's representatives to rule creation. Humanity is commissioned to reap produce God's own activity and creation in other words to subdue and rule over it we are to subdue or have dominion meaning that we are to bring it under bondage bondage meaning it to make it work is the way God has called us to do and God has gifted each one of us to play a part in this God has given each of us skills to cultivate and bring out in this created world something beautiful if you're in science, God has given you a brain in, in a way that you can pull out something that glorifies God. If you're a teacher, you have been given a skill to cultivate in the minds of others, growing in knowledge to, to bring others to glory of God. Whether it's art and creation to show the creative nature of the world, or whether it's a farmer who tills the land to make things grow to reflect the very creation of God. All of these things, God has gifted us in a way to continue his creative order. How are you using your skills to reflect the image of God? How are you using these to bring glorify 
glorify God in what you do. Also here, we see that God has given us the representation and the command to multiply and be fruitful. He said that to every created, the birds and the fish and the animals, and to us. But to us, as we serve as his representative, we are to fill the world with image bearers who glorify him. This brings to bear on us as representatives the importance as Christians to bring up Christian families, to give the glory of God and the knowledge of Jesus to our children. As we multiply our family, to grow our family, is to create other image bearers who glorify God. It gives upon us to represent God in, in the school where we go to school or where we work or, or, or where we live, that we are to be his representatives of the good news of Jesus. This reminds us our, our call to be his image bearers and rulers and representatives as we tell the good news of Jesus wherever we go. Friends, because we are image bearers, God has called us to represent him to the world. How are you representing Jesus to the world today? How are you subduing the earth by bringing glory to it, how you live? How are you sharing the good news of Jesus and representing Christ well? well? Brothers and sisters, we would love to help you take your next step. If you need encouragement in that area or help in that area, in your life groups or D groups, you can come together and say, help me to represent Jesus better. Maybe that's an action step you could talk about this week. How can you represent Christ better, and how can we help you to do that? Brothers and sisters, we must represent Christ well because of the image of God that he has placed on us. But fourth and finally, we see that Jesus restores the image of God. Jesus restores the image of God. Now, I don't want to ruin the story, but in just a few chapters, things change. Adam and Eve, our first parents, chose to disobey God. And from that point forward, all of us are separated from God, wanting to always choose to rebel against Him. Things get messed up pretty badly from there. And we don't have to, to dream this scenario up very much. All we have to do is recount how we've lived this last week or check out the news scroll on our phones. We know that the world is not how God created it to be. And when it comes to valuing life, let's be real we would get a, an F from God right now. Racism is rampant. We see right now in the news of how Jewish people have been, are under great attack, not just overseas, but even here in our country. We see people of racism that happens here in the United States. We see the horrors that have happened with abortion in our world. 
If you followed any of uh, Kermit Gosnell, the doctor who performed thousands of abortions in Philadelphia, you could see the transcript of the cruelty of when in a third trimester he would stick a knife in the skull of babies' heads to kill them. Friends, this is enough to make us weep and shudder and know that this is not just beginning, but this is the result of all of us devaluing life. Devaluing the life of our brother and sister who live across the street, putting ourselves first, but certainly getting to the point that life is cheap. But friends, we cannot read the scriptures and see in any way that life is only valuable to God. He has imprinted us by his very nature for that reason that life and humanity should be protected and cared for. And brothers and sisters, we have failed. But I'm thankful for the gospel. Because as much as we have fallen away from the image of God and the way that we've rebelled against him, the very perfection of the image of God comes through Jesus Christ. We have no hope to truly reflect God on our own. But we are sinners, we're rebellious, we're selfish, and yet God and his plan before the foundation of the world made a way for us to be saved. And in Christ, then we can fully reflect God because of everything that was broken in us has been restored in Christ. So the mirror that was shattered by sin is now reformed, not in our own, but in Christ-likeness, reflecting his glory back to God. That is reason why, friends, the image of God is so valuable because we, we bear the image of God, and yes, we are God's creatures, but only those saved by Jesus are his children, covered and made whole by Jesus. In Colossians 1, 13 through 20, we see this. He has rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of the Son he loves. In him we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, for everything was created by him in heaven and on earth, the visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He, Jesus, is before all things, and by him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile everything to himself, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Amen? And he has made and reconciled us to him. It is only by Jesus that the image of God is restored in us. I'm also a big fan of spy movies. And one of the ways, but Mission Impossible, those type things, they 
the good guys are always trying to get into some place like the the evil you know they always they can't go into just a warehouse down the street they have to go into like this big facility protected and there's only you know the the greatest latest state-of-the-art way to get in there they have to figure out the codes and the ways and there's only one way to get in there and they usually have to steal somebody's identity a mask or a fingerprint or an eyeball from, I don't know. So they, they steal different things to get in there. They can only get in if there is a certain identity. And brothers and sisters, when we were created and placed in the Garden of Eden, we lost the image of God and access to God because of our sin. But now God has made a way for us to be restored to the Garden of Heaven, and we can only get in through the identity of Jesus. Friends, the image that we come, come through Jesus. I'm so thankful that we have the good news of Jesus to restore us. If you've not trusted in Christ, see that God has made a way for you to be born again, for you to be made new, for your identity to not be just in yourselves, but in Jesus Christ. As a believer, we need to make Steps to rectify and to work towards valuing of life again. By valuing life from conception to the grave. By encouraging the life of others. By protecting the lives of others. As believers, we know that we are to, to protect and, and be representatives for all of life. We're thankful for the New Hope Center that we partner with Today in the, uh, uh, in the hallway, you can support their ministries by taking a baby bottle and taking some change and putting it in there. You can support their ministry by giving. You can support their ministry by volunteering. You can uh, support the life of others by adopting those who need parents or fostering. There are many ways as Christians that we can work to help for the lives of others. And as we have been given the image of God, we must see and celebrate the image of God in others. So as we think of this scripture, we pray that together we walk away this morning knowing that we are loved by God and that we bear his image and that we are worthy. That we understand that every person is designed and deserves the love in the image of God. That you need community that encourages that image and to be that representative of God to the world. That you must represent God well in holiness and loving nature to the world around you. But we must all walk out of here reminded that we all need Jesus. And it is in him that our image is made Brothers and sisters, let us celebrate that we have the image of God stamped on us and that Jesus himself has restored that through him. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are thankful for the scriptures this morning to point us to you. Lord, help us to be your representatives and to reflect your image in the world. Lord, help us as we know that this helps us to be valuable. May we leave this place working for the good of others 
And may we glorify you for the goodness you've bestowed upon us. Heavenly Father, as we think of you, may we marvel at the good news of Jesus. And if there's someone here that does not know you personally, Father, I pray that they would know that Jesus loves them and died so that they might be restored to him. We pray that you would work on their heart and call them out of darkness into the light. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Would you stand to your feet and let's respond in faith and in love and in adoration for God who has made us in his image.
your bulletin was information about the baby bo bottle boomerang. That's a uh, tongue twister there. Baby bottle boomerang uh, that we encourage you to take uh, outside in the foyer is a, a baby bottle. Put your change in that over the next month. And on February 18th, we encourage you to bring that back, and then we will give the, that money to New Hope Center. Uh, Pastor Mark and I got to tour that facility uh, last year, and uh, what they're doing is an amazing, uh, is amazing how they help uh, families, new mothers, uh, the community through education. Uh, there's ways that you can uh, participate, not just by giving, but volunteering. They need volunteers. Maybe it's by serving in their little clothes closet there for kids or being one of their counselors. Uh, they especially need men to come for their fatherhood classes, and so there's different ways that you can uh, participate with their ministry. Uh, in, the, in the bulletin is more information about New Hope Pregnancy Center, and again, grab one of the baby bottles as you leave today. Uh, again, uh, Sanctity of Human Life Sunday, we want to protect and always uh, to pray for life, uh, to vote for life, and to, uh, to value the lives of people uh, here. And so be praying for that as that's uh, an important uh, topic in our world today couple of quick things again guests we are glad that you're here make sure you fill out the connect card and stop by our next steps desk on the way out to get your gift uh, also uh, right after the service is our chili cook-off and soup potluck and we're going to be having that right afterwards downstairs so I know that we're going to have some um, uh, uh, people go downstairs and start getting those tables up here in a few minutes uh, but we hope that you'd stay even if you didn't bring something because we'll have plenty uh, but we will uh, have a, a little friendly competition, but also have great fellowship. So we hope that you come down and join us for that. Uh, in a couple of weeks, we'll be having another fellowship of food uh, on February 11th, right after church. Uh, we'll be doing that together uh, to uh, support our missions teams. And so we hope that you come and stay after church and donate money towards our mission teams to help them pay for their their trips so that will be happening again in a few weeks uh, and uh, I think that is all of my announcements let me see we can't uh, okay so yeah uh, also uh, today our youth and some of our youth and families will be going uh, make sure uh, families and youth that you've got your forms filled out if you need a form I have some see me before we leave we'll be leaving around one o'clock so come find us downstairs we have a time to give, so this is another way that we can worship, both through our singing and going together the word. You can give electronically if you'd like to, again, on the pew in front of you. As a QR code, you can scan to give electronically or there on the screen, yep, uh, or there at home if you want to give. Uh, you can also give physically as they pass the plates here in just a minute, but we see this as valuable as a way that we honor the Lord in our worship today. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are thankful in an opportunity to give this morning uh, as we uh, have the opportunity to support uh, ministries uh, that support the image of God. Whether they are ministries that, that help and come alongside people who need financial support, uh, people who uh, need clothes, people who um, need encouragement in an unplanned pregnancy, or that we support the image of God as we proclaim the gospel to the ends of the earth. Heavenly Father, all of this that we give today goes to support your work around the globe. So Lord, help us as we are generous today 
and that we worship you and give back from what you have given to us. We ask that you bless it, multiply it, so that we might give more. In Jesus' name, amen.
celebrate and to let's see I'm let me thank you you knew exactly what I was looking for uh, to observe the Lord's Supper and so as you consider taking the Lord's Supper please understand this is reserved for those who are baptized believers in Jesus Christ uh, we encourage you to participate if you are a baptized believer uh, but if you are under church discipline for any reason in another church uh, don't partake